Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Event Industry News Podcast. My name is James Dixon, wishing everybody a very good morning, afternoon or evening um, to all of our podcast followers, whenever or wherever you may be tuning into today's episode from. The podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Engage, powered by D2I Systems, winner of Best Event Management Platform at the 2017 Event Technology Awards. To learn how Engage can make your business more profitable, visit d2isystems.com forward slash engage um and welcome along to today's episode and welcome along to our guests first of all we welcome to the podcast jane haig jane is the head of business development conferences and events at xl london jane's jane thanks for joining the show today you're welcome thanks for having me and uh, our second guest i always like it when we have two guests because it makes my job uh, a whole lot easier uh, we, we welcome tracy halliwell tracy is the director of tourism conventions and major events at london partners tracy welcome along to the podcast today Hi, nice to be here. Um, we're going to be talking um, about London as a, as a technology um, destination um, uh, with, 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 I suppose, two, two opinions on it from our two different guests. Um, back in 2015, XL London, in conjunction with London and Partners and Informa, launched London Technology Week. Um, the event is a mega festival of live events across London, showcasing the best of tech, uh, brings together over 55,000 visitors to 300 events at over 200 venues. And um, that's really going to form the basis of, of today's podcast conversation. Um, perhaps before we dive into the topic, um, Tracy, I know a lot of people will be familiar with XL London, which is where Jane is from. Um, perhaps we could just uh, put into a bit of context exactly um, who London and partners are and what it is you guys do. Sure. Uh, we are the Mayor of London's official promotional organisation for London. So our remit is to, um, to attract business tourists, leisure tourists, foreign direct investment and students all to choose London rather than any other international destination. So we have an international remit um, basically to create jobs and growth for London. So whether that's through events, which is Convention Bureau side of the business, or whether that's leisure tourists, investors or students, we work across all of those sectors. And so this, uh, and so you're working very much with consumer marketplaces and business marketplaces. You're you're working right across the spectrum to to, to promote London as a destination for all things. Um, which which brings us, I suppose, nicely to, to what I said um, about London Technology Week, Jane. Um, this was something that was launched in in 2015, and um, I suppose. It, Tech has become an integral part of the events industry. Um, there, there are dedicated tech events themselves that now spring up and, and, and take place throughout London throughout the year. Why the decision back in 2015 to do a, a technology week specifically? I think we saw an opportunity to uh, really amplify what is a significant industry sector for London and actually to demonstrate how a live event format can really support uh, that sector, um, create a much greater PR uh, platform for the sector, um, and actually bring together a whole host of different events mm -hmm. uh, under one umbrella brand, which I think gave it real strength. So you had Excel as a hub venue where we had a major technology exhibition taking place and then a number of uh, medium to smaller size events happening all over the city. So a real constellation of events uh, underpinning London's leading sector technology. Uh, Tracy, who, who was the sort of the driver behind that launch at first? But because... Um, 
uh, I suppose uh, as as an organisation, London and Partners will have to have their eye on so many different types of events and so many different sectors. H how familiar with the technology sector as, a, a, as an industry were you before this opportunity came along to partner up for London Technology Week? Um, it, it was a really fascinating combination of events that all came together at the same time. So we had become this organisation that, as I said before, we looked across both business investment and meetings and events. We were in a place where Actually, as a convention bureau, we were starting to look at how could we create and grow events rather than just bid for events. Mm -hmm. So London is a city that's had a, a remarkable history of, of innovation and creativity, and that was kind of the phase we were going into. Mm -hmm. And actually, we were then approached by Excel, who said, we have this phenomenal tech event happening um, in Excel. How can we help this to grow? Um, yes. We also had quite a few conversations with Excel around what are the big events coming in over the next few years and what could we work with you on to maybe use events to underpin economic growth i'm a, a huge believer in the events industry is more than just the event it's everything that happens at the event it's the meetings that take place it's the knowledge exchange that takes place um, and all of this stuff helps growth and development and tech was certainly a key sector for london so we have five key sectors tech was a big one um, Tech City was in place at the time. There was, there was just a huge amount of, of stuff going on in that arena. Sure. So, uh, well, no, I, I was just going to say, well, one thing that sort of springs to mind when, with the idea of this and looking at the statistics behind it, Jane, is that yeah. as, a, as a venue, Excel is a business and you want footfall, you want as many events as possible, booking and utilising your spaces, whether that be for small meetings, for larger conferences, or for, for, for vast exhibitions and shows. Um, yeah. And yet, this event took place right across London in many, many different venues. Um, how, how difficult or easy is it for, for a, a venue the size of Excel to actually work on a project that is going to see events taking place in other venues where perhaps they're not directly benefiting? Well, I think um, as London's largest exhibition and convention centre, you know, our role is to attract um, business tourism into London. And that in itself, uh, the size and the scale of the events that we can attract really feeds the whole market. Um, we ensure that through the events that we attract, there are many fringe events that can happen mm -hmm. in venues all over the city. You know, the restaurants are full. The taxi drivers are all happy and um, the hotel rooms are full. So we're a real driver for that economic impact um, and we want to bring benefit to the whole city. So it's great for us to be in the centre of all that. Absolutely. And I suppose, Tracy, for you as an organisation that is, is wanting to promote London as, a, as an entire entity, something like this then is, is, is a great concept for you guys where you can work with lots and lots of different venues and really see um, growth and opportunity right across the city. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it was the event organiser that was putting on the event in Excel that became a linchpin to all of this because, as you rightly say, it was a, a hugely... Um, resource intensive activity to get something like this off the ground. So it's the largest crowdsourced tech event in Europe, we believe. Mm. Uh, but it was that, that event organizer that had chosen Excel um, and had got us behind them to start to facilitate and make introductions and, and open up that, that, those conversations that enabled other event organizers to come on board. And we mm -hmm. set the rules very early on when we said, you know, we, we don't have a view on where your event should take place, how big it should be, 
whether it's a paid for event or a free event, the whole idea is to bring this ecosystem together around the hub of the big event at Excel. Um, and so it, it was creating this umbrella, which was called London Tech Week, and then just basically seeing where it went. But you needed the event organizer and you needed Excel as the hub to get it all going in the first place. When we look at the statistics, um, Jane, and we see that, that there are you know, 46,000 tech-related uh, businesses now operating with London as, as a base of some description, whether that be their HQ or satellite offices for, for some of the larger organisations, you know, with so many people there, how, how, again, how easy or difficult was it to get the message out about the launch event and, and subsequent events um, and make sure that all of those organisations were at least aware of it? Um, well, really, that, that was um, sat within London and Partners' role to market to their uh, community. Um, our role was to make sure our clients were aware of it um, through our channels, but predominantly all of the marketing came via London and Partners. So that's really one for Tracy. Okay, then. Well, I suppose that, that then uh, flip straight back to you then, Tracy. Um, yeah, as I said, 46,000 uh, businesses looking at the statistics uh, operating tech-related um, businesses. Did, were you, presumably you're not aware of all of those, but it, it must be a fairly straightforward task to filter the message out through to, to all of them? It was working in partners. I mean, our, our name, London and Partners, is exactly that. You know, we can't do what we do without a wider network of stakeholders. Um, the mere fact that we are this economic development organisation means that there's a whole team within our office that, that works on attracting foreign direct investment. And also we do the Mayor's International Business Programme. So that's helping London-based companies Mm -hmm. um, expand and grow overseas. So we have a very good handle on a lot of those tech companies, particularly the SMEs, um, because that's about helping them to grow overseas. And also the bigger players, because we're trying to get a lot of those tech companies to set up European headquarters in London. Sure. Yeah. Part of what we do is we get out there and we, we network and we facilitate. So we've got a great team here that had a lot of those connections. We then worked with Tech UK, Tech City, um, we worked across numerous different Tech London ambassadors, lots of business groups who basically went, yeah, this is a great idea. We want to get behind it. And so, you know, it was one of those, those um, opportunities to, to talk to all of those people who then passed it on and passed it on and, and building the hub behind it that, that collated all of that together. Um, we're about um, we're about eleven or twelve minutes into this podcast, and I'm going to say the word Brexit for the first time because it, it will crop up at some point. It, it, again, looking at the statistics, we've got Apple who announced back in 2016 that they were going to invest, I think, is it nine billion or something in, in setting up a uh, a base in Battersea that would uh, that would generate fourteen uh, hundred jobs. You've got a lot of tech companies looking to establish satellite offices in London, and we know that it is an established base already for tech and that events like this are doing an awful lot to promote it um how, how important is it that, that these events continue to grow as a way of sort of stabilizing the sector if you will ahead of brexit with a bit of uncertainty over it um to put it mildly you know is there any worry at all that we may lose some of these companies or is it, have we reached such an established point with the tech sector that we are going to be able to continue growing events like this 
Uh, certainly from London's point of view, I think our view is we have such a strong cluster now, it would be very difficult to lose that. Mm -hmm. um, and even post the Brexit decision, we're still getting a lot of those big companies are choosing to invest in London. So just in, you know, since 2016, we've had Apple, Google, Facebook and um, Amazon have all said that they're bringing more staff to London, they're setting mm -hmm. up new um, hubs and headquarters. So we still believe that the, the trajectory and the growth is really, really strong. Something about Tech Week that is really key to all of this is it's not just getting the tech sector together, it's getting policymakers involved, it's getting governments involved, and it's, it's getting the wider um, network to understand the value of this business to London and the fact that we can't lose it. And actually, following this year's Tech um, event, we had, or during the Tech Week event, we had a um, an event at number 10 hosted by the Prime Minister. Uh, we got a mention in Prime Minister's question time of things like London Tech Week being a vital part of, of whatever. So, you know, we've made that, that message loud and clear to government and government are listening. Mm -hmm. uh, they've also announced another 2.3 billion pound investment in AI. So there are so many things going on within London and within tech that, that I don't think Brexit is something that we're all running around panicking about in this, sure. uh, in this, this system at all. And the UK remains one of the strongest markets for most of the brands that Tracy has just mentioned. And the events that we see uh, and the clients that we work with, they're choosing London because of that market strength. Mm -hmm. A great example recently is Google Cloud Next. Um, so we're proud to host their flagship EMEA event. Um, they made a decision last year that Tokyo, San Francisco and London were going to be the key global cities for their major flagship um, cloud event. Um, and that's based on, you know, the fact that they can guarantee a strong audience, they can guarantee um, the exhibitors, the sponsors, um, the, the accessibility of the city. So, you know, we are seeing if we are seeing huge growth in technology conferences coming into London, and we don't really see that changing. In fact, next year is set to be a blockbuster year for Excel. Um, so, by all accounts, you know, we're not we're not finding that to be um, a, a cause for concern at the moment. In the same way that um, Excel London has been a driver behind London Technology Week and 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 helping to to be a leader despite the fact it's in loads and loads of other venues, is there a reciprocal benefit whereby being involved at the level that you have been uh, from an organizational point of view and a driver, that you've in turn learned stuff, that, that learned stuff that's allowed you to develop as a venue? Because oh, as a venue, you've got to remain at the cutting edge, haven't you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, everything that we do really drives the investment that we put into the venue. Um, so, for example, when we were lucky to uh, win and deliver HPE Discover back in 2015 and 2016, which is really the largest conference, technology conference that exists in Europe at the moment, that's kind of a one brand event. Um, you know, by securing that, we were able to then put forward a business case to spend um, capex on our IT infrastructure. So we were able to significantly increase our bandwidth and all the supporting infrastructure to ensure those highly complex technology events run really smoothly. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's like sort of the link between the type of business that we're winning and the, and the ability then to continue to put, to invest in our venue to provide world-class uh, meeting facilities. So it's a, it's a cycle that, that continues to help us achieve our growth. Sure. 
Uh, and Tracy, uh, in, in a similar way, um, in order to attract technology events and to run something like London Technology Week, the city itself has to have the capacity, not just in terms of transport, in terms of hotels, but in terms of the actual venues that are geared up to deal with a tech-based event, you know, that they've got to offer the right level of infrastructure. Um, how much development have you seen in the last few years with the, with the venues themselves in London? You must be familiar with quite a number of different places. And has there been significant investment in, in their own infrastructure and technology in order to be able to accommodate events like this adequately? And not just adequately, but do them to the level that we've now got a reputation for. Yeah, no, I think there has. And, and interestingly, you know, event tech is something that has has been showcased quite successfully during most of the, um, the, the tech weeks that we've had. There's always event tech hub meetings. Um, and so the more exposure venues have to, to what's out there and, and, and what they can do, the more they are investing in it. And I think um, you know, there is a consciousness that the rest of the world is not sitting still. Um, there's a lot of investment going on out there in tech and infrastructure, and we need to, to keep pace with that. So no investment continues and, and up, you know, wielding of venues is, is continuous across the board. Mm. As, as, as an event, and maybe not just focusing on that one, one event, that, that there will be events that go on throughout the year that are tech focused and that are utilizing London as a base. Um, knowing how quickly the technology sector evolves and moves and how quickly technology itself develops and, and, and doubles, um, how, how far ahead are you guys having to think when it when it comes to the planning of events? You know the the upgrades, the infrastructure. Um, is there a lot of long term planning that has to go into something like this in order to make sure that you're keeping at a pace with the industry that you're dealing with? Yeah, for sure. We're always looking ahead. I mean, our business model is um, obviously we have our, our major exhibitions. We have our association congresses, our corporate conventions. And um, for the most part, they're always booking ahead. So can be sort of two to five years in advance. So whenever in a situation where we're just looking at in year or year plus one, we're always thinking about, right, what have we got coming up mm -hmm. in the next five years? You know, what will be important to that customer? How are uh, technology trends changing the landscape of events? How do we need to react to that? So for sure, we're always looking ahead uh, to make sure that we can continue to be a world-class venue and a, and a world-class destination for, for you know, inbound uh, business tourism. Mm. Uh, as a result of the launch back in 2015, Tracy, were you able, were you either surprised or um, was there an immediate reaction globally after that first one where you suddenly started to receive emails or the phone was ringing from people saying, we've just seen what you've done. Talk to us about what we could do. How much of an impact did that initial event have? I think in the events world, it, it made quite an impact because as an industry, we're always looking for um, how can we prove the legacy of what we do? You mm. know, we don't just want to be seen as event organizers. We want to see the things people who can change the world. And I think something like Tech Week gave us some really good examples of, of how meetings can underpin economic growth. We've, we weren't so successful in year one, but certainly, you know, in years two, three and four, we have started to collect data on what's the legacy of those events been. So how many international um, people have come in? How many trade missions have we attracted with, with government that's maybe then created an investment for the future? Um, you know, what, what knowledge has taken place or, or how many startups have learned 
new information, all of that. So we're starting to collate all of that infrastructure. I think the, the other thing that's, that's worked really well is creating a festival atmosphere. So in year one, it was quite a B2B um, event. There were, there were a lot of dry um, events going on. I think by now we, we're at the point where last year we had the drone racing, this year we had um, Formula One H2O. So we're suddenly getting some nice techie, leisure-focused, consumer-driven activity, which is building then the festival element more so. So every sure. year we do, we get slightly better. And I think other destinations certainly have been looking to us. Um, and I've been invited on numerous circuits to go and talk about how London did this mm. and how maybe other people could do it as well. So we are looking at, should we take London Tech Week on tour? Um, and China particularly ran an event this year, which was kind of the road to London Tech Week, and they want to continue to do that every year. So that's about investors in China wanting to look to London. Let's have a taste of what's coming up in Tech Week. So there's some phenomenal opportunities there um, to use an event in a specific sector and, and tell the world how good London is at this kind of stuff. And I think what's been interesting for us working as venue in all of that is that from the very start we aligned our business tourism or our, sorry our sales and marketing strategy with mm. London's business tourism strategy and also London's inward investment strategy so rather than trying to scattergun across many different industry sectors uh, to win events we were able to kind of give uh, customers quite um, solid messaging about why they needed to be in London. So working across the key sectors in London, understanding what the flagship events were in those particular sectors and how they would define our position globally and giving them some really strong rationale as to why London was the right place for them to be. So it makes it a lot more interesting, uh, it's a lot more business focused, um, and it also enables us to really embed ourselves in, in um, sort of a local government, also national government strategy, which I think yeah. is really important. Definitely. And picking up on, on something that you said, Tracy, about the, um, the expansion into, into more leisure-based um, activities. When you talk about, well, I suppose when you stop to think for a second about what the technology sector is, it's such a broad sector. You know, it, there is technology in every single sort of element of our daily lives now that I, I guess from a business and a strategy point of view, if you can expand out of a B2B audience and start expanding into b2c marketplaces suddenly you're really really opening up you know the numbers aren't you in terms of audience participation in terms of attendance in terms of things that you can actually do to to make this um a, a bigger event and when i say bigger event i don't just mean the numbers of people but as a brand as well if you start getting consumers involved suddenly london tech week as an entity becomes something that you don't actually have to be involved in as a technologist to be aware of absolutely um you know, and some of the, the content, it, it's still out there. So, you know, people are still being able to look at content from previous tech weeks and learn stuff from it. Um, yeah, no, it, it helps in everything. It, it's a brand building exercise. It, it's helping to grow the sector and, and exchange. It's just, it covers so many things. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, sorry. The, the other thing that I picked up, picked up on when you mentioned about um, this sort of... Uh, uh, for not forerunner but the event that takes place in china um as a precursor if you will i suppose to, to, to london tech week um uh, again uh, 
I always state quite heavily that, that, that Britain and the UK as a whole has got such a fantastic reputation in the events industry and in a number of different engineering and technology industries that um, something like this, to me, shouts straight away of the reputation that we still hold as a, as a country, but also London as a capital as well, that people want to be involved in something that is relating to London uh, and relating to what we've got, which, which puts us in a strong position, doesn't it? Yeah. I think there's a, there's a government initiative right now, which is all about soft power. Mm -hmm. um, you know, picking up on the, on the post-Brexit scenario, I think soft power is going to be even more key. And, and this, to me, is one of those things that, that it builds not only London, but the UK's reputation, mm -hmm. not only in tech, but in events, in um, bringing people together, in convening. Um, and and it, it's a great message to send out. And people do look to us to say, what's London doing? And, and how can we copy that and make that happen in our thing? It wasn't us, us running that Chinese event. It was um, a company who we work with and we supported them, but it was very much their event. And we gave them our blessing. We said, yeah, come on, you know, this would be great for us. But that to me is what it's all about. It's soft power and it's building and helping to, to grow our expertise and knowledge um, to the rest of the world, which is then going to help in a, you know, exports and, and investment for the future. Mm -hmm. and, and Jane, uh, going back to what I said earlier about um, the uh, not the difficulty as such, but Excel wanting to obviously attract business into itself, but also wanting to be a, a, a leader, either a thought leader, a market leader, and, and, and a driver of events like this. Um, is there an ongoing um, desire to see events of any nature brought into London, regardless of whether they, they're utilising Excel specifically, if it's something that ultimately is benefiting a wider sector? Yes, for sure. I think the more that we can uh, attract world-leading events to London, um, that benefits everybody in our sector. Mm. Um, we obviously are a, a, a host for the larger scale events, but we certainly wouldn't want to limit anyone else from um, the wealth of other opportunities that exist out there. And actually what we're seeing is when events are in growth mode, they might start in a smaller event, a uh, smaller venue, should I say, and then actually move into Excel to continue that scale. Uh, so there really is opportunity for everybody. Um, and we want to support that uh, as best we can. Mm, absolutely. As we come towards um, time on today's episode, I think um, it, it's important that we give people who are tuning into the episode the opportunity to maybe find out a bit more um, uh, about the events. Um, are there any useful links in any places uh, that people could visit website-wise or social media-wise, Tracy or Jane, that um, people can find out more about the events that are happening? Yeah, I mean, londontechweek.com. Everything you need to know is on that website. Um, it, it remains in place year to year and obviously is refreshed as the new um, event gets going. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And for us, we always announce our key shows on excel.london. So you'll find the latest events on there. We're also very active on all our social media channels. So plenty of information to be found there too. Absolutely. We've been, uh, we've been joined on today's podcast by Jane Haig. Jane is the Head of Business Development, Conferences and Events at Excel London and Tracy Halliwell. Tracy is the Director of Tourism, Conventions and Major Events at London and Partners. Just talking about this, uh, I suppose it is a global impact that London and the UK is having on the technology industry through things like London Technology Week and all of the events that are being hosted in the capital and the sheer volume of technology businesses that are now based in london guys it's been great having you on the show today thank you very much for joining us and taking a little bit of time out of your busy schedules to uh, to talk about the subject 
No problem. Thank you. We'll, uh, we'll wrap up today's episode, uh, as always, with a mention to our own sponsor, uh, Engage, powered by D2I Systems, winner of Best Event Management Platform at the 2017 Event Technology Awards. To learn how Engage can make your business more profitable, visit d2isystems.com forward slash engage. And that's it for today's episode of the Event Industry News Podcast. My name's James Dixon, and we'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.